Hey guys, it's Bev here from Women Undefined and I'm your host for today's episode of Beyond the Highlight Reel. So you're about to listen to me interview my good friend Jane Shelton. Women Undefined is pretty much all about encouraging each other to accept who we are. So not to be afraid to be authentic and vulnerable in our relationships, no matter what season of life we're in. We believe it's how we connect and support each other. We really hope you enjoy this podcast. Yeah, it's pretty unpolished. We were actually just testing out the microphones and we weren't intending to use the content. We definitely don't claim to be experts, but to be honest, we place so much value in the purpose behind Women Undefined that we decided to use it anyway. So this is as raw as it gets, guys, and we really do appreciate you listening. So you know in life, it can be difficult to put yourself out there after experiencing disappointment after disappointment within relationships. It can actually impact our self-confidence and as Jane shares, even confidence in humanity altogether. But I won't say any more. Let me introduce you to Jane. First and foremost, she's part of my tribe. She's my partner with Women Undefined and fellow adventurer in life. So grab a coffee, sit back and enjoy. How are you this morning, Jane? I'm good, thank you. It's so great to have you here. It's very exciting because I feel that what you have to say, there's a lot of soul hunting in you. Just to start off what we're going to talk about, I know that we're very good friends, so I already know quite a lot about you. You already know my story. (laughs) And I just can't wait for other people to hear your experience as well. So let's talk about how 2021 yep yeah last year for you i know that there were some things that you have overcome things that you found a real challenge and so this podcast is all about being vulnerable and being transparent and i'm so glad that you agreed to come on just in one word how would you describe your 2021 in one word the first word that pops into my mind would be isolated until you turned up okay (laughs) And you can't get rid of me, no. Because I'm just nervous if you started at the beginning of 2021 and I said isolated and crappy. And you were there for the whole year. (laughs) Yeah, that's okay. I feel like you came later in the year. Yeah, do you want to give everyone an idea of what that was all about? Why you felt isolated? The isolation was because my children had come back during COVID. They moved out. So that's where some of that came from because the children had left me and so I was sitting around watching Netflix. Started reclusing. Yes. Yes. Good word. I had specific prayers that I wanted God to answer. So you're a Christian? Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have a relationship with God and you grew up in a Christian family. So just a bit of background about Janie. During this time, I remember you telling me that you pretty much ignored God for a bit there. (laughs) Actually for a whole year, if I look back at my last journal writing in my book, It was over a year. I guess what I was saying before was because I had some specific prayers that I wanted answered. God says, knock and keep on knocking and ask in his name. And I did over and over with no answer. And in fact, I had multiple prayers all with no answer. Yeah. Okay. And looking back on that time now, do you make more sense of how you felt? Or, uh, no, or because they're still really? not answered. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How has it changed the way you see that time in your life? I was in church one day and Pastor was sharing and he said in his sermon about not your will, but God's will. 
I think that was a revelation for me that was that I had been praying for my will, for how I wanted to see the outcome. Yeah. So I had to start changing my thought to your will, God, not my will. And isn't it funny how we have an idea of what we need in our situation? We have this preconceived plan of what we want. And a lot of the time, I guess, in my experience, where God played out the situation in a totally different way than what you expect. You know, when you're praying for other people or outcomes, but he does a work in you first, I'm still waiting to see those answers come to fruition. Yeah. Maybe not at such a point of anxiety mm -hmm. or stress, because I've had that revelation. God wants a better outcome than what I could even imagine. So yeah. if I rest for his will. That really speaks of how much you trust in his character. The thing was, I realized that I had ignored him for a whole year. And at the end of it, here's another small revelation that you <laughs> didn't know about. I realized that after this year of not putting into myself at all mm. and just fully ignoring God, I was basically at the bottom of the barrel in terms of emotion. I didn't have any resources left to give to friends and family. If somebody came to you to share, there was nothing there that you could draw on. And then I just realized that the only person who was lacking from this friendship of me ignoring God was actually me, yeah. not necessarily him. So then I decided, all right, that was long enough. I probably should go back and start talking to him again. <laughs> and since then I have had more to give and felt a bit better. <laughs> so good. good that he just loves us, hey? No matter how much we put him in a box or not. Tell me a bit of your experience in that year then. You had that revelation that you were praying your will and not his will. From the beginning you asked me, could I sum it up in one word? And I said, isolated. My hubby used to come home at the end of the day and say, had I seen anyone today? Had I talked to anyone? <laughs> yeah. What had I done for the day? And I was quite happy not to have seen someone. So I would just say to him, oh, the pool man came or I saw the postman or Ergon rang about something. So yes, I had had human contact in that place of just existing. And I think I had lost trust in humankind. Was there actually love out there? And what did love look like? Not that I wasn't getting it from my family or anything like that, but in terms of friendship and being supported and connected. I think I just lost faith that that even existed. So you've had a lot of disappointments in the past. Yeah. yeah. And so that led to me meeting a girlfriend who wanted me to go mountain bike riding yeah. with her. So this is a real turning point for you. Share about this part of your story. I had a girlfriend who I didn't know very well and she asked me to go mountain bike riding with her. The first time she asked me, I was just like, sure, but I didn't intend to follow through. Which is really hard for me to believe because I see you as a real go-getter. You're someone that I aspire to be like. But that. she's like a super go-getter. <laughs> okay, there's always someone <laughs> in your life for those. So I have seen her riding around everywhere and she yeah. is a gun on the yeah. bike. I don't know, my mouth would go dry, even yeah. the thought of having to ride beside her. And even though it wasn't road bike, it was mountain bike that she had asked me. And I had been doing some riding but yeah. not enough. And I know that she rides 100 Ks easily yeah. in one hit and I had been riding like 20, 25 Ks. Isn't it funny how we compare ourselves so quickly? <laughs> it's like, I can't be your friend <laughs> because yes, you're super not... elite. So I can't even <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> it's almost like 
you withdrew, you shrunk in that moment. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> what happened? Did you actually take her up on that offer? Of no, I, I said yes and then had no intention <laughs> of ever bumping into her again. But unfortunately, we were up at coffee one day after a run and she popped in with her friends because they had just come back from a bike ride and she's like, still need to go for that ride <laughs> and I was like darn it I'm busy that day <laughs> and so she wrote her number on a serviette and gave it to me and so <laughs> because I've been brought up a good girl I had to <laughs> reply <laughs> even though I didn't want to I couldn't be that rude and not actually reply because she'd be giving me her phone number <laughs> thank goodness for your good values and your manners <laughs> <laughs> so then you went out for a ride Yes, teed up a day and the night before mm -hmm. I was actually a grown woman in the kitchen crying, <laughs> hyperventilating. <laughs> I didn't get any sleep that night because I was so stressed. Wow. <laughs> I just had worked myself into a state but yes, the next morning I got up, I yes. put my bike gear on and I met her <laughs> and we went for a ride. Can I just say that that is really quite brave <laughs> even though you brave. probably didn't feel brave in the moment but that's pretty brave so you survived I survived just <laughs> I enjoyed her company we had yeah. a great time and she just was a breath of fresh air which I have told you many times already yes. before yeah in the same way though she was very fit and she was very <laughs> fast and I did die and I did struggle to keep up she had to wait for me at the top of the hills because it was yeah. ridiculously hard work. How good is it to have a friend that challenges in those areas? It's scary, but it's <laughs> challenging and you need that. Hey? Yeah, well, yeah. you grow. Okay, so tell me, like, didn't want to say yes to going for a ride. Ended up saying yes anyway, out of politeness. <laughs> and not being able to say no. That really just cornered yourself. So you actually went for a ride. You survived. So how are you feeling at that point? Well, then at the end of that ride, she said, so same time next week. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge continues. <laughs> and stupidly, I was like, yes, sure. See you next week. <laughs> at the same time, I'm riding home back to my house, just going, you idiot. What did you just say? Why did you agree? Once was enough. What were you thinking? Now you have to go through this all again next week. So I guess by the sounds of it, that would have been massive because before you were just saying how you were a bit more reclusive. Are you a introvert by nature? <laughs> you or? know the answer to this. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes. Yeah. That means that you were, you, you were super brave. <laughs> so, so then as time went on, I think you've told me about how you guys had a conversation one day uh, while you were riding about going away camping together. You must have been freaking out. <laughs> In my introvert state. <laughs> what was going yes. through your mind then? When we went camping, what was going through my mind? Well, actually, we skipped a bit. You actually bought a caravan. We already had a caravan, but it was mm. the little old brown caravan. Yeah. And she invited me back to her house after a run one day and said, oh, come and have a look at our caravan. <laughs> and so I was, what, you just have invited me over to your house just as simply as that? Like, I was shocked that she was so friendly and so mm. open 
you know, we were acquaintances, mm. but to go to her house, that was a whole nother step. Yeah, so we went and saw the caravan and then I went home and said, oh, I've found a real caravan. <laughs> <laughs> and so later on, not, not too long after that, we actually upgraded because we'd already had the first one for a couple of years. Yeah. And then, yeah, they were the first ones to come over with apple pie and custard mm. and a few beers. And we sat in the caravan and we had dessert and we just celebrated that we'd bought this caravan. Yeah, and awesome. like a large event to us, like we were super excited, yeah. but that they took the time to come over and, and celebrate, celebrate that with you. us. Even that was mind blowing that yeah. they were the first people <laughs> to come over and mm. do that with us. Embrace that moment. So you did end up going away though. Yes, went away together for two nights to <laughs> where the bloody hell is Limville. <laughs> and you've told me this story before and I know you keep saying that you were actually terrified because you thought um, one thing that stuck in my mind when you first told me was, what, we're going to stay together for like two nights? <laughs> what if she finds out that I'm really boring or that there's nothing that, <laughs> you know? Absolutely. <laughs> so again, dressing on the way down because I was sitting in the car and I was just saying, why are we doing this? And he just, he just looked at me, <laughs> the problem solver that he is, and he's just, all we can do is just be ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's all I can do. Yeah. And so we got down there. There was other people there as well, and it mm. was just really a fun weekend. So she was running around. We had cheese and crackers and in the afternoon, and she had some orange juice, champagne, and but when we were getting set up and then she was just, I've told my hubby that he has to behave and <laughs> he had to go and change his shirt and put a better shirt on. And it's like, oh, she's nervous too. Like, yeah. you know, because yeah. it was something new that we were doing together. So mm. that was sort of from that moment on, then the weekend was, it's okay. Cause we're all just here together as yeah. friends. It's quite amazing how the beliefs and thoughts that we have of ourselves can overtake everything our perception of other people and our experiences and I guess from what you've shared the reels in your mind that you were listening to that you probably now looking back think wow I, I sort of can't believe that it impacted me that much do you mean the voice yeah, inside the voices, my head what was voices. I listening to yeah I don't know there's like there's a very there's a very loud voice that always says you're not enough. Mm. But like I even shared that with her and I just said, you know, like later on after we had been riding together for a, a couple of months and I, we were laughing and just said how nervous I had been when mm. I first met her and, and then she sort of gave her first impressions of me and we're just, oh, we were so far off from <laughs> each other that, yeah. you know, because by that time we had formed a friendship. Yeah. And it was almost hilarious to think like what we thought of each other. Yeah. Yeah, with just how we had connected. And I just think the voice is a lie, but you're so caught up in it. And if, like, I guess, you know, going back to that thing that you first asked, you know, if you're feeling isolated, that's the only voice you're listening to. That's the mm. only one that you can hear and you don't have a friend or someone to combat that. Yeah, so, you know, just, I guess what I had said to you, time over that mm. year of 2021 how she just continued to surprise me 
nothing out of the ordinary, but just her thoughtfulness, her kindness, mm. her generosity. She would text, or if she knew that, you know, something was coming up, she would just follow up like a day or two later and say, oh, how yeah. did that go? Or she took the time to share events of what their family were celebrating and mm. she would just send me yeah. a message yeah. and I was just, am I that good a friend that you would want yeah. to share that mm. with me? You, so that was, yeah, yeah pretty amazing. Okay. So this is probably a really challenging question. <laughs> but I know you said that it took you by surprise, just her thoughtfulness and her kindness. Do you think that's because maybe you didn't place much value on yourself to be treated that way by someone else or? I do love myself, yeah. but I think, I guess going back to mm. the beginning, yeah. when I said that I wasn't talking to God anymore because he yeah. wasn't answering my questions. No, I think I had lost faith in humanity which was what I said yeah, okay. at the beginning, that it just felt like everybody was out for themselves. And it's a bit like you, Bevy, when I first met you, mm. I was, oh my gosh, a kindred spirit. Yeah, yeah. And somebody else who thinks the same way that we do. And it was just really, there's other people out there that think that way. She was like that, like, because I had thought that there was no, no one, one else. around like that. Yeah. Yeah, few and far between anyway. She just continually surprised me because I didn't expect to get that. I love, I love hearing that story. I really do. I really love that. Who is the woman that you actually see? Who is the right woman now, that I want today, to be? Or tonight, who is the woman, who is the woman that you actually see? Because the other night when we got together with the girls' lounge meeting and you were asking everyone do we even know how to love ourselves? I guess you brought up the scripture of loving your neighbour as you would love yourself. You said you do love yourself. So who is the woman you see? Who is the and woman I see? And do you I love see? what you see, Jane? Tough one, Bevy. I do see myself as what I said the other night, strong, courageous, uh -huh. bold and caring. But sometimes like in someone else's space, or you can doubt mm. who you are. I guess at crunch time, I know that God says I am those things. I guess if I dug down deep enough, I believe them myself. Just sometimes when you're out and about and doing your daily life or coming into contact with people, I don't know, you have wobbly moments, yeah. don't you? Yeah, and I'd say that's normal. If we're all quite honest, we have those moments of doubt, don't we? Jane, it's been a pleasure interviewing you. <laughs> I just want to say thank you so much. And I, I also want to say thank you for actually showing me in turn the love and the thoughtfulness and kindness and generosity that you felt from your friend. And I think that's what it's all about, isn't it? We hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode and that you were able to get some soul honey from what Jane shared with us. It just goes to show that a little kindness and thoughtfulness goes a long way. It can change the outcome of someone's day and perhaps even lead to grow into a beautiful friendship. You just don't know what people are going through 
or what experiences they are recovering from and that is something that we all should be mindful of. I challenge you to show some kindness today. You'll be surprised at how much joy it will bring not only another human being but to you also. So until next time ladies and remember we don't grow and heal in isolation but in connection. Ciao for now. Thank you.